This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Madison. The 2024 Winter Youth Olympic Games are running now through the end of this month. And with great delight, the city of Madison is represented with feet on the ground in Pyeongchang, South Korea. Well, grounded at least for part of it. Estella Hasrick is a 17-year-old Madison teen, and she's one of only four ski jumpers from the U.S. to compete in this winter's Youth Olympics. We sat down with Estella to hear about her ski game and what she expects from the competition. It's Wednesday, January 24th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Estella, hello. Hello. So first off, I just want to say that we are all super proud of you. Seriously, congratulations. Kudos. Like, how big of a deal is this for you? Thank you. Yeah, I, it's a pretty big deal. I'm, I'm quite excited to be able to go to South Korea to represent the U.S. in Madison and uh, just have fun in a pretty cool atmosphere. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's just incredible. When I saw this story, I was like, oh, my God, we have to talk to her. <laughs> so cool. Is you're, you're repping us all, a Madisonian in South Korea. Yeah. Uh, have you traveled internationally for competitions before? Yeah, this will this will not be my first time. Um, the past uh, couple of years now, I've started to branch out more internationally. So I've gone to pretty much all over Europe, a lot of Norway, a lot of Slovenia, Austria, uh hopefully maybe Germany uh, later this season. So definitely not my first rodeo. Yeah. So you are jet setting, which is pretty, pretty cool. So let's talk about South Korea. Like once you get there for the opening ceremonies, then what what happens? That's a really great question. <laughs> um, all I know is that we have a couple of official training days on the jumps a couple of days after we get there and then it's straight into the competition. So I think I'll end up being there for around a week and then I'll fly home. Do you know like around this, like how many people are competing or any other things like bits you can share? I'm pretty sure there's 40 athletes uh, in total for the the female competition. So 39 and then me. So uh, and then that cuts down to 30 athletes after our first round. And so if you don't make the cut, then you don't get a second jump. But if you do make the cut, then you get to be within the top 30. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I have a whole bunch of like puns and things about you're in rarefied air. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you are a ski jumper. Um, and I want to ask, Are these are the same hills the Olympians competed on in the 2018 Winter Olympic Games. Does, do these hills mean anything to you? Oh, for sure. There's already so much history behind them, and now we'll get to add to that. And uh, I've heard that they're fun to jump to on top of it, so I'm excited to see what they're like. Yeah. And so, you know, when and where did you decide to get started in this sport? Yeah, I. Uh, so at the Blackhawk Ski Club, they have a variety of different uh, 
winter sport disciplines and ski jumping is one of them. So when I was eight years old, I decided to give it a shot and, you know, did it for fun pretty much for the first couple of years and then really started to take it seriously when I was probably 11 or 12. Um, and then it kind of snowballed from there. And now here I am. At the the ripe age of twelve or thirteen, um, you you dug in. It's so exciting, and I know that your mom is also a skier. Do you guys? Is it a skiing family? Any inspiration there? Yeah, um, I know my mom started a little later than I did. I started skiing when I was four. Uh, shout out to my parents because they put me in ski lessons really early on before I really had a choice in the matter. And now it's quite natural to go out on a pair of skis, but. Uh, my dad and uh, my other sister skis, so we definitely have had some family ski trips here and there, just normal downhill skiing, and it's definitely fun to uh, just do that part for fun instead of always in competition mode or something like that. Okay, so the competition ceases when you're when you're out with your family. Somewhat. I mean, we also <laughs> race to the bottom. You guys. Are... <laughs> I usually leave my mom in the dust, but <laughs> me and my sister like to like to do do get out sometimes. Oh my goodness. I mean, so, and you're talking about, you know, thanking, thanking your parents for all the training and that sort of stuff that sets you up. Right now, I'm talking to you, um, as we speak, you're in Steamboat Springs for training ahead of the, the races. Um, what's your training look like? So we jump two to three times a week, depending on what the snow allows. And then I have physical training, like strength, weightlifting, that type of thing around twice a week. And then on the other flip side of things, another two times a week, we have uh, technical like imitation jumps and, uh, you know, more specific to ski jumping type of training uh, so that we can build that type of muscle memory off the hill too. Yeah. I, so I've never skied before and it, it honestly terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. But I have to ask for a friend, like you're flying in the air. What does that feel like? It is quite a difficult feeling to explain. I don't think I've ever been able to quite like explain it in the way that it feels, but the closest I can get is it's this like slightly surreal feeling where you're like completely supported by your own equipment and you're slightly at the mercy of the wind and whatever it decides to do to you. If the, the wind's good and you get lifted up, then it's extra fun. And if the wind decides to push you down, then it's a little less fun, but you know, it's this really cool balance between, you know, being in complete control of your body, but then also not being in control. And all you that you really know is that you're going to come down at some point. And if it's on two feet or on your face, it can kind of depend. But I mean, at the end, it's always a super fun experience. And I always want to go right back up and take another. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. So how do you know, like, in terms of the technical, like, how do you know when you're like, oh, I'm getting better? Like, oh, I did that better. Like, what are the, some of the things you're thinking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the most obvious answer would be that I go farther. 
So if you have a bad jump, you will likely go pretty short. Um, and if you have a good jump, you'll likely go pretty far. So that's something I can kind of immediately tell. But over, you know, years of to like developing that technique and building it all up, you can kind of tell like when something hits right, when, you know, the energy of your hips hits right, right off the takeoff, or if your air flight feels super stable and you feel super in control. So you can kind of tell in a way what the jump's going to shape up to be. Uh, but you can also salvage it. So it's never like completely lost. If you have a bad, a bad takeoff, bad jump off the end, you can still salvage it in the flight and make a perfectly fine ski jump. Um, so, you know, when I'm at the top of the, the, on the bar waiting for my coach to flag me, I'm typically thinking about like what they have told me to do at the end of last jump. And then I just kind of repeat the, that in my mind. So it could be like, bring my arms down uh, in the air, uh, you know, keep my balance point uh, in the in run so that I don't shift back and fall behind. So it's, it's always a variety of things and it can always change, but we typically have like trajectories of like where we want to reach for each session. Are there folks skiers that you look up to or kind of look towards as inspirations? There's a lot of, you know, girls on the world cup that are jumping really, really well right now. And it's always super inspirational to see them succeed. Uh, A couple of the uh, Canadian ski jumpers have been, killing it lately and i am super excited to see that just because they don't really have a training hill at home so they live in slovenia and train completely over there they have no ski jumps in canada that are really operating right now so that's super inspirational to see and even our our core group of the u.s national team girls uh they are killing it too and so it's been really cool to see them and hopefully i can join them on later in the season and do the same yeah. Are you guys friends? Do you have friends and you're close with the U.S. team? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ski jumping is, is a pretty small sport, especially in the U.S. It's it's bigger in Europe. It's quite popular, especially in uh, Norway and Poland, those types of countries. But we got to stick together in the U.S. Uh, and we have to, you know, bring up that next generation of uh, jumpers if we want it to stay alive. So we're all pretty close and we've made a bunch of fun memories together and you know, the random places that ski jumping takes you because uh, typically ski jumps aren't in like the main city or capital city of whatever country. So you drive like two hours into this little town that has a ski jump. And sometimes those are even cooler than going downtown in uh, main city. Yeah. So um, how and when did you become such a baddie? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I would say since birth, but in ski jumping specifically, yes. uh, probably the last couple years, <laughs> it really started to take off for me when I was around 15, 14. Uh, I got you know invited to more training camps and more international competitions. And so it's really been a fun development the last couple of years and seeing where I've ended up now today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's incredibly impressive. And you are currently enrolled full-time at Middleton High School, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm a, a senior yet. How does that work? Uh, so I am taking fully online classes. So I see the building, like the physical high school, probably 10 times in a school year. Uh, I try to go in when I'm home, but I'm really not home very frequently. So uh, the online classes give me a lot of flexibility because I can you know, do all of my assignments anytime and anywhere that I am. And my teacher's all are pretty aware of my situation. And so we work around things if uh, issues come up. But for the most part, it's been really easy to, you know, at least try to stay in in my schoolwork and not get super behind when I'm 
jetting off around the globe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How much time do you spend in Madison these days? Probably around 25% of the year. And it's mostly in my off season, which is a month or two in the spring. So I'll be home in April and May and then part of June. And then I'll leave again and then come home for a couple weeks here and there in between things. But Definitely not as at home as much as I used to be. That makes sense. You know, I, I noted I, I've never skied, and it's not because I don't want to. It's it's because I'm afraid. <laughs> I want this to change for me and for anyone else out there who is in the same boat. And I'm curious, do you have any recommendations for us newbies on how to get started and maybe where in the Madison area? Yeah. Um, I mean... I think the Midwest is a pretty great place to start only because like, since we don't have mountains out here, you can start on, you know, the smaller, the shorter runs and really get into it. Uh, my, my tip is just to take it slow and you'll figure it out eventually. I, I promise it's not as scary as it seems. I personally (laughs) think it's really fun and I hope that you try it sometime because I think you'd have a great time, but uh, a couple, uh, downhill ski areas that you could check out are, well, one, the Blackhawk ski club, that's a, you can get a membership there and they have ski lessons. So if you have kids, uh, there's really great instructors there. And then Tyrell Basin and Cascade Mountain are pretty close by, 30, 45 minute drives away. And those places have lots of options, rentals. And then if you want to drive a little more and you're feeling feeling like a little frisky, you could drive up to Granite Peak in Wausau. Uh, I really enjoy to ski there. Uh, it's a little steeper. And so there's a little more to do. Nice. Yeah. I've driven by Cascade Mountain a million times and I have, I have gone down on a tube, (laughs) on the tube. (laughs) On tubes. I've done that too. (laughs) Which is really fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll let you know if I end up getting to to ski. Yes. Please keep me updated. I'm going to keep you updated and I'm going to be following you. And that leads me to my next question is, so what's next for you after South Korea? Like you're, you're going to these huge competitions. Are you eyeing a title as an adult Olympian? I mean, that would be great. Uh, my plan going into this at least is just to put my best, my best jumps out there and, you know, rely on what I've done so far and just really take in the experience. Cause I think it's really a one of a kind type of thing that I'm getting to do and I don't really want to forget any of it. So after after Youth Olympics, I'll come home for a few days and then I'll leave for Plenica, Slovenia for Junior World Ski Championships. Busy season. Oh yeah. Well, Asela, we are rooting for you. You take to those skies. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thanks for having me. It was great to talk to you. That's Estella Hasrick, 2024 Winter Youth Olympics competitor in ski jumping. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with the person in your life most likely to be an Olympian if they tried? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, 